Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You are jogging my memory with your tweets. The $300 million contracts in baseball history. Though I'm not looking these up, I'm just taking your word for it. (laughs) I don't know if I should do that. Josh says, Corey Seager, $325 million. Yes, that was with the Rangers, right? Correct. And then Dom says, Mookie. Mookie Betts, also a $300 contract. And he did that before he ever played a snap, haha, with the Los Angeles Dodgers, before he ever played an actual game, remember? Because that was the that was the 2020 season, and he signed it before they got back on the field. I don't remember that one being over 300, but I'm either. sure it is. Yeah, well, I, We I could look it up. Yeah. Well, Do a quick search. Let's see how many we've got. If you just Google uh, highest paid or most expensive contracts in baseball history, and then we get this tweet from Foster. Trout definitely is on the list. How do we not mention Trout? Trout. And Mookie is most definitely on that list. Is he good? Okay. Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Giancarlo Stanton. He says Mookie Betts. And then Francisco Lindor. Okay. So yes, what's, the, what's the list? Do you have it in front of you? I don't yet. Let me get it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, producer Jay. CBS Sports Radio, and we are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. So, yes, you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Always glad to connect with you. Uh, Thank you for all of your tweets on Monday. In response to my personal tweet, I'll, I'll let you go and read it. I didn't put it on Facebook. It's just on Twitter. So if you want to find it, you can. Uh, It's on my page. And many of you responded. So that meant a lot to me. Thank you. And then on our Facebook page, too, we've got all kinds of goodies there. Everything from Christmas trees to NFL quarterbacks to the Dallas Cowboys to U.S. soccer. So plenty on our Facebook page. I was telling producer Jay, every now and then one of our stories hits the – go right the go portion of the algorithm the green of of the facebook algorithm we get the the green flag and it's go 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 our conversation with troy rank the denver seven broncos insider from late last week has nearly 500 comments on it 500 comments russell wilson well i know but are you kidding me there's not that much to say about Russell Wilson, is there? <laughs> I don't know. Now, some of them have been off color, so I have deleted a few. And the stupid photo with Russell Wilson's jersey on a trash can is also just gross. I don't call we don't call people trash on my show. That's I don't I don't like that. I think that's offensive. These are people first before they're athletes. And the number of people blaming his wife and all kind seriously. If you can't be a husband and a football player, well, then that's on Russ. That's not on her. 
Anyway, I have deleted some of the more vulgar, inappropriate comments, but still, almost 500 comments. So we know it hit, as I say, the green zone. It, it hit the fast lane on the Facebook algorithm. So you haven't seen it or listened to the conversation with Troy. Uh, we're really pleased that he joined us and he pulled no punches. And so we appreciate all the insiders and the analysts that join us here on the show. We've got a great network of people who come on the show when we ask them to. Uh, and sometimes it is money, <laughs> like I say, right right in the, the sweet spot for what we're looking for here on After Hours. So whether it's Twitter or Facebook, our YouTube channel too, I've actually planned something for Christmas that producer Jay doesn't know about yet, but he doesn't have a choice it's one of those job responsibilities like getting my water. <laughs> I'm totally joking. That is not even remotely true. Jay does sometimes get my water, but I get Jay's water it's sometimes. A, it's a fair exchange. Last, no, it was two weeks ago, though. I said something about it, and you said it's part of the job, and I threw something at the double pane glass. Now he's just lucky because I'm really accurate, so he's just lucky that they're – there are two panes of glass between me and his head because my Sharpie would have hit him directly between the eyes. Part of your job. That's asinine. And, and no one and picked up the Sharpie for weeks. And ridiculous. I know. I forgot, By the way. I forgot to pick up the, the Sharpie to be sure. Uh, so, yes. Okay. And, and to pay Jay back for making such a ludicrous comment. Are you ready for this? I've been saving this for you. Uh-oh. I told you I got a live Christmas tree. And for about 24 hours, it was standing in a, a bucket of water in my bathtub. I had to get my Christmas tree stand out. And Saturday, I was gone for most of the day. So I left the stand outside. It was raining all day on Saturday to get, the, to get it washed off because it had been sitting in the shed for 12 months. So anyway, I put the Christmas tree in its stand on Sunday morning and had to let the branches settle. The tree was wrapped up in that netting that they use to make sure it's, right. it stays secure on the top of my car. Princess Leia did a great job transporting the Christmas tree home. Anyway, Christmas tree's open. It's in the stand. The branches are settling. I left it for the bulk of Sunday because I was watching football. It, it was after dark. I know this because in my kitchen, I only had the stove light on. So I was busy doing football and watching games and taking notes, and it had gotten dark. And so I get up to go get a drink in the kitchen, and I see this dark spot on my kitchen floor. And I'm thinking, that is one hella big spider. It was a huge dark spot on my floor. And I'm freaking out a little bit because you know me and spiders. I, I wouldn't call it arachnophobia, but it's, it's pretty damn close. I turn on the light. Guess what it was? Ooh, Your not, favorite. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Stop. A big cricket? <laughs> Huge cricket. Oh, no. And the only thing I could think is it came off the Christmas tree. Because how yeah. else would it have gotten to my house? It's not like I had my door open for long periods of time. And, it, it, yeah, and it so probably, it had yeah. to be in the Christmas tree. It was probably in the stuck in from the outside. You brought it inside and it just was on one of the branches. It was running around my house. It had the it had the run of the house for most of the weekend because the tree was inside by Friday afternoon and was in the bathtub. So that cricket was patrolling my house and just happened to find itself on the white tile of my kitchen floor. I'm telling you, my heart stopped for three or yeah. four beats. 
before I turned the light on and realized, oh, it's just a cricket. Still, just? have you ever? Tr- well, I'm not afraid of crickets. You're afraid of crickets. Have you? That, ev- that's, that's, that's that cricket's house at, at, at that point. If it's, it was me, it's so manly that he's afraid of crickets. The only one. Now he won't tell you he's afraid of spiders, but he's no. also a little afraid of spiders. Yeah, I can deal with those. They don't jump. Crickets, uh, jumping spiders. I don't want those. But anything that jumps like spiders that, so sporadic. Jump. Oh, when was the last time some. you saw a spider jump? They have the, those one species in that does it. In the Amazon, you saw a spider jump. Yeah, my last in Costa Rica. <laughs> uh, Jay, like I said, he's very manly. Part of his job description is not to get my water, but it is in his job description, and it's actually written out that he has to kill the spiders. Wherever we encounter them, he has to kill them. It's a verbal agreement. So if no, it's not a it's it's a <laughs> deal breaker if you don't kill the spiders. However, you were not around to tease with this cricket, so I just I got I disposed of him. And, outside and, or no what i mean did you want to catch him in a cup or what i i wouldn't but. N- no i used my big old foot and i stepped on him the first two times i missed him because he was jumping around that's but, what i'm saying but the third time boom flattened so then he was squished on my tile floor uh, yeah. and i had to clean him up that that part was a little gross cricket blood is not red actually it's greenish brown brown yeah yeah so I didn't enjoy that part, but I will cop to my utter relief and my heart attempting to beat again. It had to restart. I almost needed paddles to restart my heart after my scare with the spider. I thought it was a ginormous spider. I, I love how it had like a chick was casting a shadow. Like its presence was so it was ominous and intimidating. No joke. It was. Okay. So if I make the okay sign. This is the emoji that I don't love. If I make the okay sign and I use my thumb to my my pointer finger, the cricket would have been as big as the O in my okay sign. Yeah, that, that's a no from me. It was a large cricket. We're no not talking case. about baby cricket. But actually, I think the fact that it was large and somewhat sluggish made it easier for me to step on. Probably. It wasn't as agile and flexible. So you're never coming to my house again, Well, apparently. you killed it. I did, but it might have a family. You think it like laid eggs in there and the, in the and tree? The fam- and the family might be coming for me. Do crickets lay eggs? Jay, <laughs> what, we're not talking about this. All right. I'll have <laughs> to Google it. It's my excuse to uninvite you for Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're looking so, for one. So sorry. There was a cricket. I oh, don't you th- can't I, come. I don't I think don't you'll <laughs> like it. Yeah, no, you can't come. Those, those Christmas plans. Oh, so sorry. I'm just going to let you off the hook. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. All those. Oh, you know what? Yes, I did cover the Christmas cookies. I'm a little bit worried thinking about it. My gosh. Could you imagine if I went home and there was a cricket on my Christmas cookies? Well, people eat cricket, actually. It's like. Not this people. No. I Actually, I was in Seattle at the Mariners game a couple years ago, and they had a stand that served deep. Um, what was it? Chocolate covered crickets, crickets or something? Or deep okay, fried Okay, but crickets. here's my question. Do you really think they were crickets? Or do you I think th- they were I, something else? I don't know. I think they were. They could have been a piece of okra, and nobody would have known the difference. Apparently, they're, like, packed with protein. So I've read. Well, but you're the, really, you're the but... one who likes to travel every year to Central and South America. I haven't been. Well, I went to Cuba. The last time I was in Cuba was 2019. They did not attempt to feed me crickets. No. In Ecuador, they attempt they attempted to serve me an actual chicken foot. Mm. Are you so proud of me that my facial expression did not change? Did you try it? No. I wouldn't. It was in my soup, though. So I was eating the soup, 
and the foot was in my soup. <laughs> Chicken foot so soup. So I was staring at the, well, it's a delicacy there. Oh. And so I was staring at the foot the entire time I was eating the soup. Well, that's- Just tell me how proud you are of me that my facial expression never changed. I had been forewarned, though. Because could you imagine, for someone who doesn't expect it, you're sitting down for lunch, and they bring out a bowl with a chicken foot in it? No, I... And the thing is, when you go to other countries, it's impolite to, A, not try everything at the very least, and, and B... You don't want to insult traditions or culture in other countries. And so I I was being very careful. I cannot eat a chicken foot. I'm sorry. However, I did eat the rest of the soup and then offered the chicken foot to someone who was sitting next to me who was excited to eat it. Or you don't really eat it. You you chew on it. You, oh. It's like, yeah, it's like something you would eat off a bone. You ever have a pork chop and you eat it off the bone? I don't know if you, you like do that. You gnaw at it? Yes, you would gnaw on the chicken like a, foot. Like a rib? I wish I could ask him to spell gnaw, but he would be... <laughs> what? G-N-A-W? Oh, okay, phew. I was a little bit nervous there. Sometimes Jay makes up words, like I do too, but then he applies meanings to them that, that don't belong. So I was a little bit nervous that you might not know. You might try to spell it N-A-W. No. Oh, I see. <laughs> no. If it was a text, I might. That's a country music song or a country music word. No. No. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I don't use that too often. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, why would someone do this to me? Tammy just sent me a large photo, so it caught my eye because my Twitter page is open. Jay, come get rid of it. It's a ginormous spider, and apparently she wants me to know that in Texas there are jumping spiders. Do I block her on Twitter for this? Because I can't unsee that photo. Right now, my hand, I'm holding my hand up over the photo on this laptop in here because I cannot look at a spider that large. Why would anyone do that to me? Tammy, take it down right now or you're getting blocked on Twitter. Like, I can't. You, I can't. Get rid of it immediately. Can I check it out? No. Jay, I'm about to close the laptop. I can't. I cannot look at that. I told you they were jumping spiders. Yes, because you knew that, to be sure. 100%. What's the list of $300 million players in Major League Baseball? I thought you looked it up. I have it. Anything to distract me from a large spider with eyes that's looking at me right now. Mike Trout is far and away. Tammy, take it down. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. He's in the 400. Yes, how how do we not mention Mike Trout? What kind of dopes are we? I haven't watched him play in three years, so that's probably (laughs) why. That's true. We forgot about Mike Trout because he doesn't play. (laughs) Uh, Mookie Betts after that, Francisco Lindor, Tatis, Bryce Harper, Stanton, Corey Seager, Garrett Cole, Manny Machado, Trey Turner, and those round out the 300 millions. Yeah. Like he says that the three hundred millions, the three hundred million dollar club. Yeah, it's a good club. It is. Arenado is just under. But Mike Trout is still king. Yeah, he's in the four hundred. And, and how is that working for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Not great. He hasn't been in the playoffs since two thousand thirteen. Not that it's entirely on him, but clearly I mean, not too long down this list. I see Anthony Rendon at two hundred forty-five million, and uh, he hasn't played too much either. What about Arenado? Because I know I mentioned him, but he. He is not on the list. He was at 285. Two, what was he? 260. Oh, I was so close. This game is not fun for anyone else listening, but fun for us. I'm having a good time. Uh, are you? Because we're no longer talking about crickets. That's why you're having a good time. Is that picture still up? I don't, you're going to have to check my Twitter. I, I don't know. Uh, all right, coming up before the hour is done. 
We've got your choice. Well, it's it's your choice to make your candidates for TD of the week. Oh, producer Jay and I were just outside. Uh, we were taking a walk around. Sometimes we take a walkabout during the breaks. It's an English term, like Gotta across the pond, a walkabout. I, I don't have any English accent, any British accent. Uh, so we were taking a walk around and we were attempting to narrow down the candidates for TD of the week. Four is a nice round number. Uh, that we haven't been able to come up with four. So guess what? That's the producer's job. Uh, he'll narrow it down to four. So send all of your complaints to producer Jay on our show Twitter after our CBS. He runs the suggestion box, the after hours suggestion box. Uh, and then before the end of the hour as well, QB news, we've got the latest on Kyle Shanahan slash Baker Mayfield. <laughs> For this purposes, they're just they're one person. Robert Sala still fielding questions about Zach Wilson. Will we see the second year Jets QB on the field again? Do the Packers want Aaron Rodgers in 2023? And the update on Lamar Jackson. There's a lot still ahead. Have you guys heard, by the way, any of the press conference to introduce? Deion Sanders, new head coach at Colorado. It blew up social. Was it Sunday night? It was Sunday night, I believe. And we obviously were tied up with the NFL. But it blew up social, and you'll understand why when you hear it. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. I'm telling you, Tammy, if you don't get rid of that spider on my Twitter... Here, let's see my options. Mute this conversation. Oh, thank God. We can mute the conversation. Spider's gone. <sighs> Spider's gone. He'll jump back in. No, he will not jump anywhere near me. I'm never visiting my mother again in Texas. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Forge Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Cut. Touchdown. Hey, the guy missed. He's inside the five. He's to the three, two, one. Tom Stubbs. Feathers zoning into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Seattle Seahawks. Geno takes the snap. Four-man rush. Gonna half roll, throws back inside, reaching out, making a catch, touchdown, Seahawks! Are you kidding me? It is DK Metcalf. Ramsey was all over him. DK puts those big mitts up and says, that ball is mine, and the Seahawks take the lead, 26-23. What a dart. The Baltimore Ravens. It's Justice Hill in the backfield. He goes in motion to the left. Huntley takes the snap, runs to the right, touchdown Ravens! Tyler Huntley with the first touchdown of the day. And with 28 seconds remaining, the Ravens are an extra point away from their first lead of the day. The Green Bay Packers. Rodgers under center, single back offense. Motion by Watson to the left side, give to Christian Watson. Watson. Around the left end, he goes, 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. He leaps into the end zone for the dagger. Touchdown. Christian Watson, the rookie, delivers the dagger. His second rushing touchdown of the season. Speed. 46 yards. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Four-man front, Brady back, cocks his arm, a lot of congestion, throws a pass, caught by the rookie running back at the goal line, spins, dives, touchdown, Rashad White! Touchdown pass by Brady! They've tied the game! Three seconds to go! With the extra point coming up, the rookie running back, Rashad White, just caught an eight-yard touchdown pass from Tom Brady! I just want you to know that we had a hard time leaving out the punt return touchdown by Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Browns. A a pair of defensive touchdowns for the Browns. The Cowboys with their 33 points in the fourth quarter. How can we not include one of those touchdowns like Tony Pollard or heck their pick six? Oh, no, it was a fumble. It was a fumble. It was a pick six. I lost it in their 33 points. There's so many good touchdowns. Even the Bengals taking the lead with, what was that, five and a half minutes to go? Something along those lines. After a Travis Kelsey fumble, the Chris Evans touchdown that put them in front of the Chiefs. It gets better and better in the NFL, but these are your candidates for TD of the Week. We left a few out there. We left some meat on the bone. We left some... Some chicken foot on the bone 
for you to be able to send us your own write-in ballots. But we generally err on the side of game winners. Steve Rabel on Seahawks Radio, DK Metcalf, a monster game. Geno Smith was dealing with 36 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. They get the go-ahead score and ultimately keep pace with the Niners in the NFC West. But this was a hard-fought game against the Los Angeles Rams. It's always tougher in division. Jerry Sandusky on Ravens Radio. Tyler Huntley in for Lamar Jackson. And he engineers a touchdown drive. And as you hear Jerry say, it's the only touchdown of the game. It's the only touchdown at all between the Broncos and Ravens. And yet, they had to have it to be able to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. The Packers with a minute 40 to go in the game. Christian Watson, he is quickly becoming a Rookie of the Year candidate. But not just that. The number one weapon for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers' favorite target. But this was an end around. And do you know it was sold so well? If you watch the video of Christian Watson's 46-yard scamper, there are a couple of defenders who are looking the wrong direction. They have no idea where the ball is, including a guy that Watson runs right by. There's no idea that Watson's got the ball and is on his way to the house. Wayne Larravee on Packers Radio. And finally, the latest pass that Tom Brady has ever thrown for a touchdown in a game. Monday night in Tampa against the Saints. Unlikely, improbable, Never impossible with Brady. Kevin Harlan on Westwood One because he does such a phenomenal job describing that touchdown to the rookie running back as the Saints can only watch. And the euphoria erupts yet again on the Bucks sideline. With QB News coming up next segment, following the update you will hear from both Tom Brady and Andy Dalton, as well as the latest on Matthew Stafford, On Lamar Jackson, will we see Zach Wilson again? And is there a chance Baker Mayfield gets claimed by the San Francisco 49ers? To vote for TD of the week and to yell at us because we haven't included your favorite touchdown. I know, I know, I know. There are so many more incredible candidates. I actually love the Dre Greenlaw. For the San Francisco 49ers, the scoop and score after Nick Bosa sacks Tua. How do we leave out the A.J. Brown? His second touchdown was a fight. He muscled it away from the defender and had a huge game against his former team. That one was humongous. I even love the Justin Jefferson for the Vikings or the Curtis Samuel drive that led for the commanders that led to Yahan Dotson being able to get that touchdown with what was it, minute 45 to go? How about the Steelers and Connor Hayward, his first career touchdown? Like I say, we leave out great touchdowns and, and incredible feats of strength every single week. Even Justin Fields in a losing effort, a 55-yard touchdown run that was all power and speed. So you can yell at us, but yell at us while you're voting. On Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter, A-Law Radio. Again, thank you so much for all of your tweets. You're very kind. And then on our Facebook page, 
after hours with Amy Lawrence. It's one of those weeks in the NFL where it felt like we might get some definition about who, what, where, when, and how. (laughs) It's December, for heaven's sake. Shouldn't we know more than we know? But every time you think you know, you don't know. I guess we have two pieces of information that we can count as gospel. These are facts. The Houston Texans and the Chicago Bears have both been eliminated from playoff contention officially. We know nothing else. In the AFC, the Chiefs and Bills now have the same record of 9-3, and three, though the Bills currently hold the tiebreak in a head-to-head meeting. The Dolphins, the Ravens, the Bengals, they all have the same record of 8-4. and four. The Jets, 7-5, and five, same as the Tennessee Titans, who are the only team in a South division that currently has a winning record. It's crazy. The Chargers have fallen back to 6-6, six and six, but that still keeps them ahead of teams like the Browns, the Steelers, even the Raiders, who've won three in a row and are now 5-7. and seven. Patriots at 6-6 six and six as well. Man, the AFC is crowded. In the NFC, it's a little bit different. It's top-heavy. With the dust settling on Week 13... Stop asking if the Eagles are for real. Remember how your kindergarten teacher told you there's no such thing as a dumb question? She was lying. That's a dumb question. Stop it. The Eagles are for real. Their brand of football is for real. The Vikings, you may not like how they do it, but one thing we know about the Vikings is they find ways to win. They do not blow teams out. Why? That's no fun. It's like... Hitting your drive straight down the middle. Who wants to hit your drive straight down the middle? That's boring. The Vikings, they amp up the degree of difficulty. They like to make it more challenging. It is good postseason prep, I suppose. Eagles at 11-1. Vikings at 10-2. The top records in the NFL. Cowboys at 9-3. Now the Niners, 8-4 with a five-game win streak. The Seahawks are seven and five. The Commanders are seven, five, and one. <laughs> it's just wrong. The Giants, by the way, because of their tie, are currently sitting ahead of the Seahawks in the wild card race. I don't even think that's fair. If you settle for a tie in the NFL, you should be eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> they Jay, lose. Jay's like, what? They didn't they didn't win either. Are you gonna be One of those people who tells me that a tie is better than a loss? I mean, clearly it is if they're ahead of the Seahawks. It's not better than a loss. No, I got to say, watching that game and being a Giants fan, it was very anticlimactic. There was no resolution to it, so I felt kind of empty at the end. I kind of felt like they should both get a loss because there were seven empty possessions at the end of the game. They had seven chances. I didn't care who scored or how it happened. Just... Someone do something, please. Yeah, there was a point where I was like, let's just end this. Get me out of my misery. This is horrible. (laughs) Let's just unplug you. We'll unplug you. Unplug them. 
What is the TD of the week? And yes, we will accept your write-in votes. Straight ahead, QB news. But only after your host writes and records a CBS Sports Minute about how Tom Brady's not dead yet. In case you needed the reminder. Just admit it. You were already texting your friends. You were already posting on social media for all the world to see or for your 10 followers. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Likely. <laughs> Jay, how many followers do you have? Do you have 10? I think I might have 11. You have 10 friends, so I hope they follow you. 10 friends. <laughs> you tell me all the time about your best friend group. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say maybe more than 10. But It's so sad that I don't belong. I don't get included. You're in there. I'm in there. It's the in there. I made the cut. What if I don't want to make the cut? I mean, that's on you. But I, Jay gets mad at me because I say all the time, in high school or college, we would never have been friends. We have zero in common. As I in was friends zero. with everybody. Zero. We would not have been friends, Jay. You know it. Just admit it. He will that not. That would be on you. That he, wouldn't be oh, my yeah, decision. That's all say I say. That. That's... It would be on you. It wouldn't be my fault. Nope. <laughs> Please. We would not have even come across each other in high school or in college. That's how, like, opposite. I wasn't even in a circle. I was a floater, but we just would not have been in the same I, I was a bit of a – well, my whole grade really had no clicks, which was a good thing. So everyone just kind of mingled. Your 10 friends? Well, everybody. I was in a grade with, like, 200 maybe. Small. You were not friends with 200 people. I was acquaintances with everybody. <laughs> That's not the same thing. Jay – you just change the rules. Okay, coming up, QB News, because why not? You are. Hey, everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, LA. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Yes. Touchdown. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Kansas City! And off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone touchdown! Chargers! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo! Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. amazing touchdowns from week 13 that did not make the cut so that's where you come in let us know what we're missing and which touchdowns you would pick 
for the best ones of the week. On Twitter, A Law Radio, I see producer Jay's already responding to some of you. And then on our Facebook page, too, we don't mind when you yell at us as long as it's about sports. Let's dive into QB news, shall we? Tom Brady and the Buccaneers engineered a fourth quarter comeback for the ages. All right, I'm, I'm using hyperbole. Here's the problem, though. Even with those two touchdowns in the final five minutes and the euphoria in Tampa, they're still just six and six, and that's a problem for Brady. We've got to find a formula that allows us to score more points more consistently, and I know we're so, so searching through it. We've had a lot of guys in and out, and we're trying to find some good formulas, and we got to, um, you know, we're going to keep grinding. I mean, to be fair, you could be the New Orleans Saints and Andy Dalton. There's a lot of good that we did, but being good doesn't isn't good enough. You know, it's there's plays in the game that you go back and we're going to go back and see and say if we would have just made that one, if we would have just made that one, if we would have just made that one, then the the game would have been a whole lot different. And in moments where you need to make a play, we have to make it. What if is a tough place to live when you are in professional sports? Buccaneers are 6-6. Six and six. Saints are at the bottom of the NFC South at 4-9. and nine. The Carolina Panthers are just a smidge better at 4-8. and eight. And they made a big quarterback move on Monday. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Steve Wilkes announcing that Baker Mayfield is now a free agent. He felt and we felt we wanted to give him, uh, again, an opportunity to be able to seek uh, whatever him, him and his agent felt would be the best for them. Uh, again, uh, he has been nothing but a uh, professional for us, so uh, I wanted to extend that courtesy. Well, if that's the case, then why didn't Baker work out in Charlotte? Why did he fail with the Panthers? I can't answer that question. You know, um, it, it, it's so many different reasons uh, to, the, to the mere fact. And I, I wouldn't say uh, that he failed. Uh, I would say that it just didn't work out. You know, uh, he's still a good football player. Uh, just like coaches, just like players, sometimes, you know, they just need a change. And um, I wish him all the best. Ooh, a lot of changing in the last six months for Baker Mayfield. Steve Wilkes was asked the question about those reports, those rumors, that when he took over as the interim head coach, replacing Matt Rule, that he already had it in his mind that he preferred P.J. Walker. And at the time, Sam Darnold, who was injured, but obviously is now the starter. I don't want to say that was uh, my intention since uh, I've taken over. I think as as a head coach, you got to look at the big picture and you got to figure out uh, what gives you the best opportunity to be successful at every position. And when you look at the body of work, I felt like, you know, again, given PJ opportunity at that time, uh, he got hurt. And then Sam uh, not having a chance all year, particularly being hurt with the high ankle sprain coming out of, um, you know, training camp. Uh, with his talent level that I feel like he has uh, and his ability to be able to throw the ball, uh, I wanted to give him an opportunity, which I did last week. Well, my apologies to Steve Wilkes. I was distracted by the vacuum cleaner that was running in the background or the Vuvuzela. Do you remember that from the World yes. Cup in Brazil? Those Vuvuzelas that made that obnoxious whine behind everything. Banned from like every stadium ever since then. Yes, or it could have been a leaf blower. I know that you and I are particularly fond of leaf blowers, especially oh. when we're trying to sleep. <laughs> 
So with Baker Mayfield now available for teams to claim on waivers, Kyle Shanahan, what about adding him in San Francisco? We look into everything, but um, that was, I mean, that surprised me right now. I and mean, we got to discuss more this afternoon and stuff. But, um, you know, I've always been a fan of his, but feel real good about our players. And we'll look into everything, but I feel pretty good with where we're at right now. In other words, no. The Niners did add Josh Johnson. They have Jacob Eason on the practice squad. He only joined them a few weeks ago, but that right now is the triumvirate with Brock Purdy as the rookie starter with Jimmy Garoppolo breaking his foot in two places, actually, on Sunday. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Thinking about the other quarterback who suffered a scare on Sunday, the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson. John Harbaugh promised an update on Monday, and we got an update indeed on his knee. He's been through the MRIs, and uh, I would say it's kind of week to week. You know, it's going to be a weekly thing. So as the week goes on, we'll see for this week. It's probably less likely for this week, but it's not impossible. And then after that, it'll become more and more likely. Never tell me the odds. Tyler Huntley has been in that system for a couple of seasons now, and his skill set is similar to Lamar's. Different ceiling, of course, but a two-yard rushing touchdown that capped the Ravens' comeback versus the Broncos. That's one of our candidates for TD of the Week. You can vote on Twitter or Facebook. What about Tyler Huntley as a starter if it works out that way? Players have a lot of confidence in them, you know, and uh, you know, both guys play a similar game. You know, we run the same basic offense with both players, so it's not really going to change anything. Ravens right now tied with the Bengals atop the AFC North division. Pivoting now to the NFC North, and it's week 13, but sure, that feels like a great time to ask Brian Gutenkunst, the general manager of the Packers, if Aaron Rodgers will be back next season or if the Packers want him back next season. Surely, yeah, we want all our guys back. And um, we made a big commitment to him this offseason, and um, so that was obviously, you know, something that was really important to us. But like we've talked about in, in, in the past, I mean, this is something we'll sit down with him after the season, and it'll be something we do together and, and move forward that way. Well, sure, we want all our guys back. That's not even remotely true. I can bet you that there are guys on that roster that Brian does not want back in 2023. But regardless, I feel like there could be some new life here. I know that they've had a you know a change at wide receiver. Alan Lazard's been on and off the field with injuries. I kind of feel like there could be life with Christian Watson, and that would invigorate the offense the way that they're using it. As for Jordan Love, there's been some talk that Jordan should get the reps the rest of the way, and Aaron could just rest and relax, but Gutenkunst doesn't need to see more. I think it would be really good for him, you know, the growth that you need to go through, seeing things for the first time, making those mistakes that you need to make. Um, but I think from our end of it, we've seen what we need to see. Ah, we're good. We got plenty. I don't think so. We have plenty of sample size. We're, we're good. We've got all the tape we need on Jordan Love. Finally, speaking of quarterback changes, is there a chance we'll see Zach Wilson with the Jets again, considering that the team is now one and one with Mike White as the starter? Robert Sala, what say you? Zach's been doing a lot, everything right. He's uh, he's he's been putting in the extra meeting time. He's been putting in the extra work after after practice. Uh, really working on trying to retie all his fundamentals. I know the the line: if you have more than one quarterback, you have none. Well, we feel like we have three of them. Uh, we got three pretty damn good ones, and uh, 
but right now, I, while Zach is focusing on reconnecting and doing all the different things that we that we know he's capable of, right now is Mike's opportunity. Well, okay, that last piece of what Robert Sala said at least is true. How does he say the rest of it with a straight face? Zach Wilson is doing everything right. His teammates are running around wearing might effing white shirts. And that, to me, is a direct correlation to how they feel about Zach Wilson. Uh, not just that, but if he was doing everything right, he would be on the field. And then for him to say, we have three quarterbacks that we really like. What? All three feel of like them. we have three of them. Stop it. All three of them have played this year. Uh, we got three pretty damn good ones. The Jets defense is the reason why that they have a record above 500. Not the fact that they've started Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson, and now Mike White to varying degrees of success. Uh, come on now. As if we're stupid. <laughs> Football fans are smarter than you think, Robert Mike Sala. White. Brian Gutenkunst, well, we, we really want all of our players back. And I suppose, I mean, that includes Aaron Rodgers because he's on the roster. Forget that he's the two-time reigning MVP. People are coming here to play with me. paying him a lot of money, or he's got an ego the size of Chicago. Of course we want all our players back. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 